Uppercut Podcast. We are back to steal Mikey's uh, tagline there. We went on a little hiatus. Sorry about that, but we're back now in full force. We're going to be uh, not missing any any episodes for a long while here. Um, first thing is about five minutes before we started recording, some UFC 300 news dropped. Uh, first was Max Holloway and Justin Gaethje are going to be at UFC 300 fighting for the BMF title. And then secondly, Jim Miller will be taking on King Bobby Green at UFC 300. So Jim Miller Who gets to be. We? Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Uh, let's start with the BMF title and let's start with you, Mike. How are you feeling? Boo. About... Boo, you're, not, you're not a fan? Dude, I think it's a dream matchup, but this just tells me where the like, wh- what the fuck? Where does this leave Gaethje for an actual title shot? Oh, so that's what? He's just, he's just out? Yeah. Like, that's a really good point <laughs> that pisses me know. off to be honest i mean dream matchup obviously stylistically two of my favorite fighters of all time but what, like what like what are we waiting on what do we got to wait but, for armin well, and Oliver yeah, to fight no nah, because uh what you call it because fucking mr <laughs> oiled up dana white uh said that uh islam's all injured and shit remember oh yeah on that, on that last live so he's yeah. gonna have to wait for that even though he's out here fucking skiing and all this yeah I was yeah, yeah say, i know running yeah, I, on the mice's monkey bars unless i, I just saw that in my head <laughs> i get that but fucking so you fight max in the meantime like what the fuck does this do for you i mean i get he likes to fight and it's a good fight for us to watch but the armin and Oliveira fight holds way more weight than this fight in terms of being a lightweight number one contender i just i, I just think the negatives way outweigh the potential positives in this for Gaethje. I mean, for Gaethje, I guess it's just another fight he could put under his belt. You say you beat Max, not a lot of people can do it, but other than that, like, there's just not a lot of highs. I don't... Money, doesn't man. seem like the smartest move. Yeah, I mean, money. You get to be on 300, I guess. I, I yeah, don't know. And, and you get paid Feeling different about it. for that because it's yeah. four belt, technically. Yeah. I, 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 agree. I think it's money, the 300, and getting paid for the belt. I think those are the three things. He's got to stay fresh. He's getting older. Um, you can't have as much time in between camps. I feel like as you're older, you got to kind of capitalize on your momentum when you have it. So I think that's what that moves for. Um, Jeff, any thoughts on that one? I'm not too. I mean, I've. It doesn't do shit. But like, what else were these fuckers going to do? Yeah, they're exactly. both kind of stuck in this fucking purgatory. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, all right, let's talk about Bobby King Green and Jim Miller. This one is just going to be a fun one. Uh, uh, Jeff, any early leans on this one, brother? I hate to do this. I mean, fucking, we're going to talk about old Jimbo's performance later here on. I hate to come down from that high, but I can't go against King Green. Come on, you know this. <laughs> I know this. Mike knows this. Everyone knows this. You can't go against. <laughs> Fucking Bobby King Green in a pay-per-view? In a pay-per-view? Come right. on. Come on now. That being said, Bobby is probably going to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> all that all that to say that. But uh, Mike, Mike. I'm going Bobby. <laughs> Mike, any uh, early leans on this one? No, I'm just happy Jim Miller's on 300. Otherwise, I couldn't give a fuck less about this card. I just wanted to comment <laughs> on something real quick. We don't yeah. stream this on video. Uh, Max, are you drinking a <laughs> was... bottle of Bailey's Irish Cream straight? <laughs> I thought I saw that. I, did, I, I, I thought to I act like that. I did it. Was that just I... Bailey's Irish Cream with nothing? I, I thought I stuck that past y'all. Um, <laughs> what well, in the fucking well, here's fuck the story. is here's in the, the water in fucking New Hampshire? I'm breathing. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> here's the story. I just got, I'm on vacation right now. I just, 
I was working full yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was working, uh, and then I got a little week off vacation before I start school again. I start my other job in school, and uh, you know, Break I got the big bottle. We're on vacation, baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was drinking some Coors Lights before this, and then Mikey said he. Mikey was like, we got to run. We got to get this going. So then I was like, well, I'm not going to make him wait while I go get another beer. So I grabbed the nearest alcohol well, that was in, within vicinity, and we had some Baileys. So I took a little Max, I would have waited Baileys. for you to get a fucking beer every two minutes during this podcast <laughs> and to not watch you drink Baileys ice cream straight out the bottle. Damn. That was horrific. <laughs> this makes Making me sound like them. an alcoholic, and I am not one. I, I am just on Yeah, vacation. it definitely does. I know. I'm just on vacation. I grabbed the nearest <laughs> bottle. I needed it, brother. Hey, <laughs> Bailey, Coors. I don't care what it was. I'm going through a little bit of a sickness. I'm trying to drink away the pain. So, or not the pain, just the sickness. So, <laughs> oh yeah. my god, it's now you're right. trying to drink away the pain, <laughs> brother. Hey, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get you need the vibes help. going. <laughs> no, I'm all right. I'm all right. All right, Jeff Let's needs Sky to... Rizzy and fucking Max needs help. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Uh, let's go. Watch it, Chrissy. The first fight night of the year: Johnny Walker versus Mahmoud Ankalaev two at the Apex. Honestly, a really good card. Did you do you guys agree with that? Yeah, fucking awesome fight night. Yeah, a lot of KOs, a lot of fun. Um, and then some good Apex fighters in there. Like Johnny Walker is always a fun Apex fighter. Um. You know, Jim Miller, Jim Miller Phil Haas, and Bruno Fajeda is always fun. Um, but yeah, J Jeff, do you agree that this was a good uh, card? Yeah, I guess Phil Haas is fun to watch fucking die every time in the fucking <laughs> octagon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This, this one pretty... wasn't as fun. He cried. Yeah. That sucked. Yeah, we watched a bunch of motherfuckers get absolutely destroyed this yeah. weekend. It was, it was kind of brutal. It, it like coming back from a long break. I was like, holy fuck, what am I watching? I felt like I, know, I was on was Instagram like, Reels watching fucking South Americans get destroyed by cars and shit. <laughs> especially, especially when it's in the apex and it's just quiet the entire time. So you're just hearing it happen, you know? Um, yeah. All right, we can start with the first pretty brutal knockout. Uh, Magomed, Ankalaev, and Johnny Walker. Uh, a lot of leg kicks in this one. Holy hell, these boys were chucking leg kicks. South Americans getting destroyed yeah. by fucking knockouts or fucking yeah. cars. Dude, Magomed. is Johnny Walker just a magnet for getting knocked out like a goofball, too? I know. Dude, like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Dude, all I, like, I, didn't, I thought it was going to be pretty hard to top the uh, – Who was he fighting Paul Craig when he got hit and he flung his arms and yeah. fell backwards? Like, uh, no, wait, it was Paul Jamal, Craig was the one. Jamal yeah, Hill, Paul, right Jamal, on the Jamal, temple. Yeah, yeah. Paul Craig was the one where he did like the jump. He up. got the knockout. Yeah, yeah, knockout thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but this, I, I, this might have topped it. To get hit yeah. and fall on your ass and then just get blasted once, almost like a, like an older guy hitting a younger dude at, like outside a bar, and he did. And like Uncle I have stopped. Almost like he knew he could have hurt him way more, like actually hurt him. Like it was almost more embarrassing that he didn't keep pounding him. The fact that he stood there, stepped back and looked at him like he was beneath him was, I, that was pretty <laughs> embarrassing. The trajectory of Johnny Walker's career was skyrocketing and it's really hit, really hit a low for me, boys. I mean, what the <laughs> fuck was that? I mean, yeah, the, the reaction was rough. I mean, clearly he got punched straight into the nose. That sucks. Uh, but his reaction was like, fuck. Dude, his face got fucking smashed in. Yeah, that shit was yeah. I, th I think the worst not part about bad. this fight, too, was like after the first fight, obviously it ended, unfortunately. But even with the little bit of fighting that we saw, 
there were still kind of he some questions on the table. Awful. Not but I'm saying, <laughs> but there, there were still like some questions on the table, like, oh, could Johnny maybe take him? He's a big dude. He's quick. This left no questions on the table. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing you could take from that. That was horrendous. Yeah. My only question is. Johnny Walker's definitely on the spectrum, right? Because, dude, the way he was fucking... (laughs) Dude, the way he was trying to find distance... He literally looked like me on UFC 5 when I'm fucking all for, like, four daddies trying to play. (laughs) Literally just throwing out, like, random wheel kicks in the air and shit, not hitting shit, just fucking throwing them to throw. Yeah, he's, like, trying to figure out the controls out there. Yeah, it's like... like I don't know what the... what, What IQ that fucker has. It's almost like he's just living more in excitement than actual fighting skill and prowess. Yeah. yeah. He um he did not he did not respect Ankalaev's power coming back either. He was throwing ridiculous spins that just left him open for counters. All Ankalaev had to do was take the first round to kind of download some info and then immediately second round just counter struck and knocked him out. Yeah. Bad yeah. one. Real bad um, one. Um all right, let's go to the next one. The main the co main, Jim Miller versus Gabriel ben- Benitez. Uh, fun fight. Jim Miller just clearly has, he has so much knowledge downloaded from all these fights that he was able to outsmart Gabriel Benitez and get him to the ground and submit him. Um, just a awesome fight for Jim Miller. And I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I I hope he retires at three hundred, but he's fucking awesome. I, no, I I'm he's excited. not. He yeah, said I don't he's think he not is. retired. He's not stopping. But he doesn't look bad like Clay Guida. He actually looks good, which is a positive. Oh hell yeah. Does he yeah, look good? completely agree. My um, uh, analysis for this one before uh, we got it announced that he was actually going to be on UFC 300 was if an oiled up Dana White doesn't announce that Jim Miller will be on UFC 300, we will be changed into a one FC fucking program. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I like that you wrote that down. That would have been <laughs> detrimental. Could not remember that off the top? You had to write that one down. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I wrote it all caps, so I don't forget. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, this was a good one. Uh, Benitez had a little bit of momentum going into this one and then obviously gets submitted. Uh, him, He himself is a, a little bit of a vet. Oh, yeah, player, and but... I also want to say how we doubted Jim fucking going into this one. I we did, talked yeah. about this getting announced, and we were like, fuck, he's not going to make 300 now. He's probably going to yeah. get knocked the fuck out and then retire. And look at us. Now we're yeah. screaming Jim Miller for fucking president. Okay, uh, Ricky <laughs> Simone and Mario Batista put on, I mean, just an awesome bantamweight clash. Uh, goes to decision. Mario Batista gets the win. You guys felt all right about that decision, Mike? Yeah, this this was the highlight of the entire card for me. I know the Ankalaev win was big, but uh, that was kind of expected. If you look really across the whole card on who could have really had a coming out party, Mario Batista, I mean, this motherfucker went from perennial contender, you know, maybe somewhere in the 20 to 25 range to beating a guy who's ranked, I'm not sure what Simone's going to be tomorrow, but I was about to say 13, probably going to be 15 tomorrow. And I mean, he round one close, Batista wins round two. That round three was like, that was a championship level round three. I mean, he put it the fuck on. He laid it out on the line. He was stopping every takedown. This is Mario Batista's coming out party. We got another fucking animal in the Bantamweight division, boys. I can't fucking believe it. I was a little worried because I'm like, yeah, Simone can be a tough matchup for a young guy like him. But fuck, did he pass the test? I mean, this this was the highlight of the entire card for me. Yeah, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, like Mike said, a fucking phenomenal performance. Like, 
we really thought like going in here, the real problem for me was like Mario Padilla kind kind of gasses out a little bit, kind of looks a little shitty going later, and like Mike said, he looked a total fucking opposite this time. That third round was phenomenal. I 100%. mean, you couldn't get better. A hundred percent. Yeah, I'm I'm real hyped up on Mario. He's a fucking he's a fucking unit in there for bantamweight too. Yeah, he's tall. He's a tall motherfucker. He's wide too for fucking bantamweight. Like I guess yeah. I'm used to like Sean Strickland and Cheeto and all them because they're kind of like they're shred and Corey and all them. They're all like shredded, but dude, Mario's fucking big. Yeah, he was. Yes. I agree. He was bigger than expected. Ricky Simone is, I th- think, also a little bit tiny for the division. So maybe he made Mario Batista look a little bit big. But I, I agree. I was so impressed. Um, this was just an awesome fight between two complete killers in the bantamweight division. And I love watching fights like this where it's a little bit more technical. Uh, maybe you don't get a knockout every time, but just watching their striking, especially because in the apex, it, I feel like the camera is able to get closer. And I just felt like I was sitting inside the octagon with watching those guys. And uh, I had a great time watching. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I wanted to say one more thing real quick, too. Um, I was really, really hyped up on Pretty Ricky last year after that big win over Jack Shore. And I think he's just kind of reminded us why he was at the ranking he was. Like, he's – I hate to say it. I don't really like to beat anybody down. But he's just – I don't think he's top ten material. I'd love to have him on the pod and talk to him. He seems like a really cool dude, but I just don't – I don't believe that to be the case after these last two performances. Especially because – He doesn't look man. like – yeah, he doesn't look as caught up in skill as everyone else is in Bantamweight. Bantamweight's exactly. super dynamic in skills for everybody in, like, the top ten. He just doesn't seem to be at that level right now. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. Uh, that being said, Ricky Simone, we'd love to have you on if you disagree. <laughs> and maybe we can. <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think you're top ten material. <laughs> he just, he just hop off. He'd be like, "Who the fuck are you guys?" <laughs> oh, you're drinking Bailey's on fucking camera, and you think you're gonna tell me? <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, let's go to the next fight: Phil Hawes and Bruno Fajeda. Uh, I mean, <laughs> classic Phil Hawes performance, Jeff. Holy fuck is it? I mean, <laughs> dude, those fucking follow-up strikes were so oh. brutal. Yeah, who the fuck? I was going to say, was that Tong, Tong Yoni or whatever the hell that guy's name is, the ref? I, I think so, but yeah, he, he absolutely he... let him get his fucking face smashed yeah. the canvas. Felder was like, he's out, he's out. And then he <laughs> still got punched three more times in the mouth after that. Uh, that was fucking brutal. Um. And then obviously Phil Hawes coming to and crying in the cage was really tough to see. And uh, I hate seeing like shit like that. So I hope he Dude, it's is tough right. to see every fucking Phil Hawes fight. I wish he would retire already, <laughs> dude. No way his fucking brain can take anymore, dude. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, he just, his chin's eroded. That's, I think, it. I think when he was younger, I think his IQ was a little bit lower. Like his fight IQ was a tiny bit lower. And then as he's gotten older, the IQ's kind of yeah, caught up, but his chin is just eroded. been bouncing around like a fucking brick in a dryer. Yeah. His fucking IQ's going to be low. Saw a video of that uh, the other day. A brick in a dryer was not as interesting. I did. As he I did. I yeah. think I saw the same exact video. Yeah, the guy put fucking... three bricks in the dryer and it just <laughs> yeah. was not interesting. I didn't see they that. They had the helmets on like that. Was yeah, going yeah. They, they, kneecaps when took them like 40 out. minutes to put the fucking brick in the dryer, too. It, t- it was Dude, ridiculous. They were so scared. I yeah, I moved that fucking shit. I like that they did it like right outside the garage. So if anything did happen, it would launch into the windows nearby the garage. But they were wearing yeah. protection and shit. I don't know. That was a dumb video. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike, what was your takeaway on that fight? Yeah, I, I agree with Jeff. Phil Halls needs to retire or be cut. And I'm not trying to say that in like a angry, malicious kind of way, but to be four and five in the UFC and then since making your appearance, and I'm pretty sure he's lost five of his last six. Yeah. Mm, he's holding Good on. God, man. He's he's holding on by strings here. I, I don't know. I think I think the UFC set this up and it played out exactly how Dana and them wanted to set it up. Bruno Fajeda gets back on track with a huge knockout win. I think this is what everyone thought was going to happen, and it just so happened that Phil Hall's had to be the guy to, to do it. It's very unfortunate, but it's kind of how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah. Um, we also, see it happen constantly. Fajeda's fucking massive for the division. He's short, but he's fucking bulky as hell. Well, this always happens, too. They feed uh, like a fucking guy with a cannon of a right hand to yeah. some poor old-timer who obviously his chin is worn out, and then he gets fucking flatlined. Like, it's... It ha- it's not just this fight. It happens all the time. All right. Speaking of feeding a can to an old timer, I know he's our boy and I know you we mean, interviewed him. Well, he Waldo Cortez Acosta is a fucking can. We Let's didn't inter- interview Waldo? We didn't? I thought we did. No. Nah. No, nah, we interviewed fucking Vandero. Oh, cool. Who fought Waldo. Yeah, we've interviewed a couple guys that have fought Waldo. I thought we no, did. No, they tried doing that fucking with this fight, but fucking Waldo's shitty. Yeah, all right. I'm glad we didn't interview Waldo. Actually, never mind. No, he we, sucks, we dude. Went I over this. don't. Waldo I don't sucks. like Waldo, dude. I, 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 Waldo sucks. I hated the fucking salsa shit, the dancing, and then he got in fucking Arlovsky, Arlovsky's face after the fight. After the fight ends, he gets in Arlovsky's face, dude. What the fuck was that about? Arlovsky's a legend. Give him some fucking respect, man. And you didn't fight that good of a fight. Now Arlovsky's bad, and he needs to probably retire. That was a pretty crap fight from him as well, but. Waldo did not do shit in that fight, did not look impressive at all, and uh, yeah, I really was, I hated this fucking fight, I was pissed, I wanted him to get robbed really bad on the scorecard, and uh, yeah, respect your legends, man, because that's some bullshit. Yeah, this fight yeah. sucked dick, start to yeah. finish. Waldo fight, the too. absolute king of fucking, him and Mo Usman, king of underwhelming oh, fucking Oh yeah, victory. but our boy, our boy, that's the it's other like thing we gotta Waldo talk about. It's like Waldo used up all his fucking, what you call it, all his finishing ability in his last fight, and now he's just fucking shitty again. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Our boy, Chris Barnett, is going to fucking end this dumbass Mo Usman run. I'm so (laughs) excited. One of my favorite fighters of all time, Chris Barnett. Um, There's a video out there. Yeah, there's there's a video out there somewhere of me absolutely freaking out over Chris Barnett getting that KO in uh, a while ago, like a couple, a year, two, maybe two years ago. Spinning back Um, kick? uh, No, the one where I think he might have knocked out Jake Collier or something. Was that the fight, maybe? Uh, Yeah, that was like last year, I think. I think that was actually kind of recent. No, yeah. it was a it was kind of a long. I was still living in Tennessee at the time, so it was kind of a while ago. But go Vols, go Vols, baby. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I I I was I'm so hyped to see Chris Barnett fight fight week again, fight night again, and just knock out Mo Usman because Usman we know he's not good, but he keeps eking by with these dumbass decision wins. So, um, but yeah, that's a tangent that we didn't really need to go on. Uh, yeah, this fight sucked ass, and Waldo, I didn't like all the dancing and bullshit, man. Yeah, not, me I'm not saying let's, that right uh, to him. Let's, let's talk about the state of these divisions. I don't think there's all that much to talk about. The prelims, unless you guys have anything you want to highlight? Any uh, big, any big prelim fights? Semi the Jedi gets beat again. Very disappointed. Yeah, that was just, really, oh, really oh, oh, we, oh, oh, we got to talk about Marcus McGee, dude. Yeah, we got to talk I, about I'm, a, I'm not really on the hype train, to be really? honest with you guys. I think he's fucking awesome. I, I, that I don't fight know was if awesome. I am yet. Really? I don't. I also am not. I can't get on high trains with guys who are like 36 when they come into the UFC. Yeah, yeah it's sucks. just like, it's like what? Like Dude, he's gonna, he's gonna... looks like he's fucking 52. 
Yeah, he looks insane. Yeah, he does have a crazy <laughs> look. He's got the the balding dreads is always like a pretty cool, cool pretty look. Pretty cool. Got, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's always a fun look. Balding pretty with dreads cool. is nuts. He's uh, <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, what no, are you? Mar- a I, I, wait, I I like him. I I think he's what are fucking you, awesome. Old head barber. <laughs> no, I think he's a good fighter. I just I don't know like. Is it just going to be one of them guys we're just going to appreciate him for being good and knocking off like yeah low end competition like are we are like are some people actually expecting him to make a run you you don't make a run at thirty five thirty six it just doesn't happen no he's I don't expect him to make a run I mean the most I could see him doing is like hopping in um you know on a short note like gets a couple of wins right maybe gets low ranked hop hops in short notice for something and then you kind of find himself uh in one of those you know, maybe contender matches or a title fight, but that would be the only way I could see him actually getting to uh, a title fight of any kind. In reality, most likely he's just going to be a really fun, um, you know, guy whose name it gets pretty popular just because of his uh, ability, his knockout ability and the way that he fights is fucking so fun to watch. And I also really like how humble he was in uh, his post-fight interview. I thought it, I thought that was awesome. I'm a big fan of him. All that I agree with. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the annual uppercut state of the divisions. Uh, if you don't remember from last year, this is where we all kind of give a brief rundown of all the divisions. Uh, we put our names into a like a wheel and then spun the wheel for each division. So that's how we picked our divisions. I have, I think, four and each of you have three. Um, yeah, somehow so- I got three in a row. However, the oh, fuck yeah. that makes sense. I don't know how that made sense. I, I did use a wheel, I promise. Um, but yeah, so I think it starts with... Because I have, I think we're gonna go. Do you want to go in order of weight class? Yeah, yeah we might as well. Okay, let me uh, pull this up. So I, I think I start, and then I think someone goes after, and then I go again because I have two uh, women's divisions. But the first one that we're gonna start with here I got is the first women's. I think. Yeah. Oh, you do. All right. I have yeah, women's, women's straw flyweight. weight. Yeah, flyweight. Okay. Yep. Jefferson, go much, ahead. The fucking women's flyweight is actually. The most fucking, the best, absolute best of women's fucking MMA right now, I feel like. I agree. I mean, we got, we got Valentina just losing the belt. Or, am I tripping? Well, no, they just drew. Tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking just strong for, you know, Grasso's got that belt still. So. Mm. We have fucking a new champion. We finally got some new life in it after a little, little, little couple years of stagnation, Valentina domination, and now we got fucking rising contenders like Aaron Blanchfield coming up. I mean, this division's fucking in a. We got Macy Barber coming up. I mean, this division is in an absolute fucking great spot, especially yes. out of all the women's divisions. This one, I feel like, is in the best. Um, do you have any fights you'd like to see? Obviously, fucking Aaron Blanchfield in Atlantic City is going to be amazing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred hundred percent. Maybe, maybe uh, if that when that happens, we'll all be in the area. We can go and maybe hang out with Aaron after the fight. Dude, I hope so. Uh, I will be in the area. I'm ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure. You guys will be no in the what. area. Yeah, I I might be in the area, but you guys definitely will be. Um, yeah, that would be sick. Obviously, maybe we could see her at the bar that your friends are at. That would be fucking dope. Um, yeah, she's got to be one of my favorite fighters at the moment as well. Um, okay, let's go to women's straw weight now. This is one of my favorite divisions in MMA. I think it's second to uh, 
flyweight, but um, yeah, I I really I really love it. Firstly, the year started out and ended with one of my all-time favorite female MMA fighters, Zhang Wei Li, as champion. Uh, she only had that one fight this year, and a fight which I saw live against Amanda Lemos, and she looked ridiculously dominant. Uh, just yesterday, well, this was a while ago that I wrote this, it was announced that Zhang would be defending her title against Yan Shaonan in the first Chinese versus Chinese championship fighter fight Boo, ever. again. At UFC 300. Boo again. The why, fact why? that they didn't do, that they're not setting that up in China or Asia yes, in general yes, yes, is yes, fucking yes. horrible. I agree. I agree. Um, and then with a bunch of ranked killers and Tatiana Suarez, which I think she just had to pull out of her fight today with uh Lamos, actually. I think it's now Mackenzie Dern stepping oh, yeah. in. Yep. Um, and then Tabitha uh, Luana Pinedo, Tabitha Ritchie, our girl, our girl Loopy. Um, this division looks to continue to be an absolute <laughs> blast. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing number 13 ranked loop B get a win over number six ranked, uh, Verna Jandaroba on March 30th. And then I would like to see Dude, Carlos Sparza. pay me to watch that shit. Really? You don't like watching Loopy? Dude, Verna versus Loopy? Loopy's the best, dude. Why do you not Dude, I'd rather watch fucking hate and dry all day. I thought you were on the Loopy train, bro. We're always on the Loopy train. Yeah, right? but fucking Verna versus yeah, Loopy. Ronald Rojas versus Loopy. <laughs> that's why I, was, that's yeah. why I was giggling the whole time. I was waiting for someone to say it. <laughs> yes. Fucking uh, and then, and then um, I would like to see Carlos Sparza fight the winner of Tatiana Suarez versus Lent. Well, I guess now Mackenzie Dern versus Amanda Lane. I'd rather watch fucking Carlos Barza not fight again. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I hope she loses and then doesn't fight anymore. Um, <laughs> okay, and then I think I get the next one too, women's bantamweight. Um, and I never thought we would see it, but Amanda Nunes retired this year, leaving behind what is now one of the stalest divisions in the UFC. Uh, we go into 2024 with a vacant title holder in the division. Um, However, a new champion will be crowned at 297 in two weeks, or I guess a week now. I guess this week, <laughs> when Myra Buena Silva takes on Raquel Pennington. I forgot this uh, shit was even for a fucking belt, for real. Yeah. This, this division sucks. Yeah, this division. When this... they didn't get Kayla Harrison, why the fuck even keep this division I don't after know. fucking Dinas is gone, dude? Um, <laughs> yeah, this division needs some young blood bad, and there are a bunch of older women holding up the rankings right now. I'm praying that the new champion. Is there champ even beats... ranking? I was about to say I don't think even... <laughs> I don't even think there's enough. Yeah, uh, I'm praying. Did. I'm praying that the new champ beats Juliana Pena, so we don't have to deal with her anymore because she sucks now. And then I would love to see Misha Tate uh, fight Holly Holm, and then no matter what happens, we both retire fight because I think that would be good for the division if they. Just... I, I like Josie too. Double old yeller. She's yeah. actually one of the few <laughs> people in this division I like to watch fight. I do like Josie Nunes. Yeah. Real, yeah. sh real short girl. Yeah, she's pretty yeah. good too. Amanda's she's kind of exciting girl. to watch. Yeah, yeah. Other um, than that, this division blows. Yes, it does. All right. Uh, I believe it is. Uh, whose turn is it right now? Mike, right? Yeah, Mike. We got right. flyweight. Oh, did we not give flyweight to anyone? <laughs> I don't think we did. <laughs> All right. Nice. Well, my bad on that one. Flyweight, you. Uh, here, let's go. Let's go to the next the next division, and I'll look at flyweight to make sure I have my facts straight. Go ahead, whoever has the next one. Who has bantamweight? That would be me. Good. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is horrible. Finally, <laughs> holy fuck. Finally, we saw Eljo get dethroned, and now we are in the Sugar Sean era. Uh, his next fight against Cheeto should be his hardest, and I predict that Sugar Sean will not be champion at year's end. Uh, this division is just too packed with killers, and I really hope. 
that my boy and Mikey's boy Sandhagen beats Umar and gets a title shot. Uh, I am excited to see Marab versus Cejudo. I think that's going to be fun. And I would not be surprised if we, at the end of the year, uh, if we end the year with Marab as Corey or Corey as champ. Um, this year, I would like to see Dominic Cruz retire and do announcing full-time because, again, as with all the other divisions, there is an old, a bunch of old people holding up you know, the rankings right now. Um, and I want this to be the year where uh, we get rid of fighters who do not fight every year. I think they should not be ranked anymore if you didn't fight in a year. Dude, it um, won't happen because when we yeah. started this fucking podcast, Conor McGregor was still ranked. I, I vividly remember that. Yeah, I, you're right. You're right. And it drives me nuts. It's one of the worst things about this um, sport because I, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get why it's that's the case. Um, I understand it's injuries and shit, but I feel like there's got they got to figure something out because this is just ridiculous when you look at the like the rankings of bantamweight you have dominic cruz in there um the actually figgy. bantamweight yeah figgy like bantamweight isn't as um bad but if you're looking at like if we go all the way down to hold on women's uh women's fucking bantamweight i mean it, it is rough like holly holm is six uh misha tate 11 uh like it, it's just there's some I just like when there. I hate when there's uh, older people holding up spots for young up and coming killers because the number matters. People get tied into the number. Wait till we get he- wait till we get the heavyweight, bro. Oh yeah, heavyweight, heavyweight, <laughs> heavyweight is fucking. Boy, do I have a terrible. story for you? <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Uh, flyweight, real quick. Uh, we have Pantoja as champion, and honestly, boys, this is a fucking great division. You have Moreno, Amir Albazi, Brandon Royval, Kaikar France, Mateus Nicolou, McKay. Uh, Manel Cop, who knows. Is it finally knows... the year for a Mukaya fucking title shot, baby? Uh, yeah, see, like, that's that's the type of shit that you could see happen this year. Uh, also, you're probably not going to see Manel Cop fight for a title because he can't get a fight to save his life because he just pulled out again when he was sick. Um, yeah, this is going to be a super interesting uh, division, and I actually think Pantoja can hold on for a little bit here. He looks dominant recently. And I would not be surprised if we see him end the year as champion again. And uh, I'm all for it. I think he is marketable. They just haven't figured out how to market him yet. But I feel like with after every fight, people pe- people are going to be uh, more and more interested in Pantoja as a fighter. So let's go to featherweight now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on one second. You didn't mention the fucking fight of the year at Bantamweight. That's already scheduled. Yeah. Fucking Song Yadong, Pierre de is going to be the Bantamweight fight of the year. Oh, it's gonna be such a banger! That shit's yeah, gonna be a fucking ruthless brawl. Tochito head kick Sean O'Malley for the knockout of your. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that would take the cake for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who has featherweight? Mike, I believe that's you. No, I got lightweight, welterweight, and middleweight. God damn it! Do I have featherweight? Bruce, as well? Don't tell me you think. Dude, Jesus this Christ. is fucking horrible. How did I give? I must have been like, how did I fuck it up? Fucking drinking too much Bailey straight out the bottle, brother. No, I, all right. Featherweight this year, we saw Volk fall. Dude, if I was listening to this, I'd be like, what the fucking fuck is wrong Volk with you? Didn't even oh, wait. Fall I'm such a, I'm so, wait, guys, I'm such a dumbass. I have it written down. My bad. Okay. The Featherweight Not King, Alexander Volkanovsky, is back and will be defending his championship against Ilya Taporia at UFC 298 in February. Uh, this year, I want to have some rankings movement, and we should see that with Arnold Allen set to fight Movsar Ivolev and Brian Ortega fighting Yair Rodriguez, speaking of a guy who probably should not have a ranking right now with Brian Ortega. Um, I hope to see Arnold make a title push this year, 
And I would like to see Josh Emmett KO Giga to get him out of the rankings and get some fresh blood up there. So any thoughts on that? My bad. I did have it written down. I was prepared. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would like to see if Volk loses, what he's going to do, whether he moves up or whatever. I would like to see Max get a title fight within the next year or two. Mm, I'd like to see him back. Yeah. Well, because if Volk loses, if Volk loses, Ilya wins. Wait, I mean, what weight is that Justin Gaethje fight at? Lightweight. So you don't think he's staying? Who? Max. No, fuck no. No, I think this is a one-off. I think he fights Gaethje and comes right back down. The path to the, path long, to the title is the way... As featherweight's there, I don't think he's fucking going I'm back saying if he loses to Ilya. Yeah, but I don't feel like Volk will be going up and down. I feel like Volk will try to get that back. Maybe. I think I think you're more likelihood Volk might go up. I don't think Max is living at 155. He I don't see. Just went up at twice and lost. Yeah, but I don't see Max going up to stay. I don't see it. Max knows he can't beat Islam. Hey, <laughs> Let's be real here. We know Volk can't. Yeah, but Volk. Yeah, but Volk has drive and motivation to go back and try to fight him again. Max has none. And he won't have drive and motivation to get his belt back? <laughs> I'm not saying he won't get a rematch, but if Ilya knocks him out and Volk has to sit out, who's up next? Give it some time. Blessed Max Holloway. <laughs> Give it some time. Volk, rematch. Immediate. He's the greatest featherweight of all fucking time. I agree, but if he gets flatlined, then what? On the rematch? On the first, the first, <laughs> on the first, you get the rematch, brother. Yeah, but he's Ilya's not gonna wait that long. I don't think they're gonna let it wait that well, long. Well, he's gonna fucking have to. I I just watched fucking the whole heavyweight division wait a fucking year for a fucking another title fight. That doesn't mean it's, that doesn't mean it's the same featherweight. That does not mean Dana makes the fights, not the fighters. Yeah, for both divisions. Man, I he missed makes... I missed the recording uppercut, dude. <laughs> this is the best. He makes the fights. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go to lightweight, Mike. That's you. Find a fucking Lee. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I feel iffy about lightweight. Um. Yeah, because Volk's about to move up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even if he does, I'm still. I just think lightweight is super exciting in the top five, and then outside of that. Super fucking boring. It's I, I think it's stagnant, boys. It's it's I don't know. It needs something new. I think I think the Habib and now right into the Islam reigned. It's exciting watching these guys fight in the rankings. You can never not watch a Poirier, a Gaethje, and Oliveira fight. But let's be real. There's potential. These out of these three guys, two of them could be done by the end of 2024 for good, if not all three. I mean, there's potential for that to fucking happen. And outside of that. You're looking at Chandler. He's going to go up to fight McGregor. After that, he might, who knows? He might fucking retire. Are they really going up? I don't even fucking but, want to entertain that but, bullshit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But even if so. Come on now. No, but I was thinking 170. But even if so, even if they don't go up, I, I don't even give a fuck about that. Chandler's on his way out, right? I yeah. mean, he's on his way out. So is Gaethje. So is Al, maybe Oliveira. I just thinking like. At the end of 2024, maybe the end of 2025, if four, three of the four guys are just listed are out, this division. No, I mean, it's Jim still Turner, fun. Dude, Benoit St. Denis, Jalen Turner, Fiziev, Dan Hooker, uh, Artie. 
RDA, Bobby like, Green, Hinata Moicano. Like, there's there's dude, some kill, killers in that division, man. Dude, uh, Fiziev might not ever be the same. Jalen Turner will win a fight and then lose a fight. Benoit Saint Denis. I mean, come on, dude. Killer. Come on. He's now. a good fighter, but he's not all that exciting to watch. Let's be real about what are that. You talk, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Benoit's he's a not. fucking animal, dude. What are you Benoit's talking about? Benoit's not fun to fight. You're tripping, Mike. You're tripping right now. Okay, don't don't say I didn't tell you so when we watch this next <laughs> oh. fight. And then, uh, but then who what? else? Isn't his next fight a fucking war too? Yeah, his next fight is it's, against it's um, Dustin Poirier. Yeah, it's gonna be the be- one of the better fights of the year, Mike. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll see. That is we, literally the most a outrageous fight thing you've ever said on here. I think. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We will That's see. Crazy. I mean, we... his fight in Paris was fucking awesome. Uh, did he have two fights in Paris? Like, he so is, Benoit says to me, who else? Who else? Fiziev, Benny sucks, Benny sucks ass. What? Who the hell wants to watch Benny? Fiziev might never be the same. Gamrot. Yeah, Gamrot. Real exciting guy to watch there. Gamrot. <laughs> That's Get not the a good fuck song. Out of here. <laughs> Moicano. The only thing good I like about Moicano is his post-fight interview. Dude, he's not exciting to watch. No one's ever said Renato Moicano is an exciting is. fighter to watch. It's Everyone just likes fun. his post-fight interview. That's it. I don't know, Mike. This is a bummer. The king man. is done. <laughs> Drew Dober is probably on his way out. What are, like what are we talking about here? And then look from fifteen to twenty. Who's exciting to watch? Patty, Matt Favola, Matt Favola, Steamroller just got Steam flatlined. He just got fucking flatlined. His fights are fun though. <laughs> okay, yes, his fights Can't are fun. Say he's Patty, not fun. Nazim Sadikov, Patty. I mean, what are we talking about here? All I'm saying is, if three of the four guys I just listed which is very, very, very possible, are done within the next year and a half. Look at the rankings without three three of those guys. Not the most exciting division. Pretty stagnant. It's looking like an Islam fucking terror ring for the next five years. And if you disagree with that, you might be smoking fucking crack. Or dicks. <laughs> Either or. Because you're not uh-huh. telling me right now that I'm taking fucking Jalen Turner, Fiziev, any of these motherfuckers over Islam. And I don't think I'm taking anyone else over Islam. So it's looking like that's what I would call fucking stagnant. Jeff just called a Valentina run stagnant. How would an Islam run not be stagnant? <laughs> okay. Valentina's probably more exciting Weren't to watch. Are you just saying fucking Petrosian has a real chance to give fucking Islam problems? Sarukian. <laughs> or Sarukian, I always get them two mixed up. Yes, Sarukian. Fucking bullshit ass names. But weren't you just saying that like fucking last week? Yes, that's one guy in the top 20. Who else? Yeah. That's what we have time for. We'll find out who else. Who, uh, I'm saying, yes, and look 1 through 50. Tell me Motherfucker, who... I'm not a fucking <laughs> future teller. I don't know who else, brother. <laughs> look, I'm... T- okay, you watch... How much do you watch UFC? We do a fucking podcast about it. Look 1 through 50 and tell me confidently that any one of these guys has a chance in the next three years. Patty? I mean, no. I... Nazim Sadikov? No. Who? Like, just You're give me... A... me father. Dude, fucking Islam's going to fucking cry and bitch once he has to fucking move up and wait. So he's going to fucking be out of here in no time anyways. No. Or once he has to, or once the weight cuts get a little fucking too unbearable and they start cracking down on his fucking IVs, I'm sure he won't be fucking <laughs> around just like his boy Khabib was. Let's look at some more. All right. <laughs> Nas- Nasrat Hasparas, real exciting. Mateus Rubeki, real exciting guy there. He's hey. already 30, 33. Just getting no. off to his UFC career. Real, a lot of promise there. <laughs> Rafa Garcia, real exciting. Real, hey, real Rafa fucking is fucking fighter. awesome, dude. Hoffa yeah, is real awesome. world beater dude, there. you're naming some yeah. of the most exciting fighters in the fucking Yeah, Rafa is a good fighter. Tayus Rebecca? 
But dude, Gunther is fucking fifteen through twenty-five of any fucking division. I'm sure it's not that exciting. <laughs> I'm sure this is the best. Yes, but we're talking about the lightweight. That no, I would not. Rob say Font's that. a top five in bantamweight. I've watched that motherfucker get his face beaten multiple multiple times over for, for <laughs> fucking featherweight. Whatever the fuck he is, I don't even know what he is. Negative. He can beat up in every weight. <laughs> Negative, because when we look at the next weight class we're about to talk about, there is exciting guys all throughout the class. All right, yeah, go to that weight class. <laughs> welterweight. Welterweight. Just start reading names off. Go ahead, read them off yourself. Actually, okay, okay, read okay. them off. Uh. Kamaru, well, Leon's champion. Then you have Kamaru, Bilal, Shavkat, Gilbert, Colby, Sean Brady, Stephen Thompson, Jeff Neal, Vicente Luque, Gary, Jack Della Maddalena, Kevin Holland, Neil Magny, Michael Chiesa, Renat Fakhradinov. Mike Morales. You got about well, I, six or seven guys there who could legitimately compete for a title. All I'm saying is the lightweight, you might be you might be able to name one or two in the top twenty. I, I think it's more than one or two. I think I think it's more than one or two. We also just haven't seen his moves yet. I think that's the big problem. Also, that's lightweight, you, lightweight is younger. Fucking... Lightweight is a little bit younger, and they gotta like they're not quite, uh, you know, where they're younger. Be. Yeah, what do you mean the guys you all just name are younger than everyone the lightweight? The lower guys are younger. The top guys are yeah. younger. For the no, that's not accurate either. Renat's like thirty. Ian Gary's like twenty-eight. Della Madalena is like twenty-seven. Sean Brady's There's not no even thirty. No way, Renat's thirty. Renat looks like he's. If Renat's 30, that's <laughs> I mean, it looks like there's no way he's he's 32. All right, all right, that's okay. And everyone you just named is only younger than 32. So what are you talking about? Yeah, but I those mean, are damn near top guys now. Yeah, Mike Morales is like 22. Yeah. Other than Mike Morales, but Neil Magny's old. Kevin Holland's old. Della Madalena's getting up there. Gary's young. Della Madalena's getting up there. Yeah, what are you Madal- talking about? Oh, wait, sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry. He's ridiculous. My bad, my bad. I messed up. He's ridiculously young. Uh, Gary and Madeleine are young, but Holland's old, Magny's old, old Chiesa's old, Shavkat's young. Dude, come on. We're naming Colby's Neil Magny old. in the fucking top five right now. Come on. Jeff Neal's old. Neil Magny. Luque's old. Mike, Neil have you watched a Neil Magny not, fight and been fucking in the top satisfied five. with it? No, he's 13. He's 13. He's 13. He's still ranked. Yeah. Have you watched a Neil Magny fight and been satisfied with your life after? <laughs> no, you have it. I'll, I'll answer that for you. No. Okay, well that's a that's a one off. That's Magny's a one off. Michael Chiesa. Have you watched Michael Chiesa fight in fucking past yeah, few years? You've been excited for it. When's the last time you were pumped up for a Michael Chiesa fight? Yeah, but what I'm saying is the two guys who are at their low don't outweigh all the other killers, young killers at their high. I just don't think there's a lot of that in the light. Just called the top three and fucking. Lightweight at their fucking at the end of their run, <laughs> fucking the problem in lightweight in the whole fucking division's washed. I didn't say it's washed, but there's no exciting <laughs> young guys. It's, I'm just saying there you, is. You guys, <laughs> you guys still didn't give me any. You didn't give me any. <laughs> Benoit, Jalen Turner, okay. Benoit, Jalen Turner, Jalen Turner, Jalen Turner, Turner. We were, we were just talking Damn, about Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker's okay. not young. Dan Hooker's, not young at all. Dan Hooker's not young at all. No, Jalen Turner just young. lost two of his last three. So, like, what are we talking about? Are you guys just, like, spitting out names and just hoping I'll agree? Benoit, no. sure. Who else? Dan Hooker's, like, 36. What are we talking about? I like Turner. I do think Turner can can flip it around here. I do. I think he brings a skill set that is... But he is not, he's not even close to as good as anyone else you just listed on the welterweight list. He's not as good as Gary. He's not as good but as that's, But, like, those... He's not as good need, as Brady. He needs some more octagon time. I feel like, like he's got to, 
He's got to kind of grow into himself. Jalen Turner is only twenty-eight. Like three times in the last year and a half. I know, but he's only twenty-eight. He's got to go through some trials and tribulations, build himself up. The uh, what I'm saying is, but we're comparing the, we're comparing people where they're at now in their career. Yes, welterweight young killers in the well, lightweight. Uh, we've been guys sound uh, no. You guys were screaming about him. Give me killers. Give me Jaylen legitimate Turner. killers. Jalen Turner is not a legitimate killer. Benoit, Jalen Turner. It's not a legitimate killer. Money right. Moicano. Fiziev. Money Moicano Turner, might be Moicano. on the line. Fiziev. Fiziev is also on the line. We don't know how he's going to look when he comes back. That's a big injury. He'd be out for a year and a half. So give me someone besides Benoit Saint Denis. We give you all of them, and you say no. <laughs> we're give, you we're gave give me you... Dan Hooker and Jalen Turner. No, we gave I you Turner, Moicano, Benoit, Moicano, Turner. I think Moicano is and... in line. Moicano is not a legitimate killer yet. I, I'm still, I still have some hope for Drew Dober. I do. Drew Dober, he's like 35 too. But Drew Dober can't be 35. That'd be nuts. What are we like? I just don't understand. Man, they say, yeah. I hold on. Drew Dober. I is mean, Renato Moicano's most recent, Christ, most recent three, most recent three fights. He beat Bradley Riddell, fucking Fluffy Hernandez, and then lost to RDA, who I think RDA is about to retire. So, like, what? I don't understand. I like lightweight, man. I, I think I. Think I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said there's not a plethora of young killers. There's not, and that's All just right. a fact. Okay, let's go to welterweight. What was your uh, thoughts on welterweight? We are welterweight. Far more know, exciting than lightweight. Did you have anywhere else? Did you have anything else? Turned to my point. No, I just think it's pretty exciting. I think in the next yeah. five years, the title could switch hands a lot, which won't yeah, happen yeah. in lightweight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can, <laughs> which, yeah I which, won't, which probably won't happen to lightweight. No, there's it won't. young killers in the welterweight. Okay. Um, do you think Shavkat sees the title this year? Uh, no, I, I think Leon beats him. Really? I think he's okay. going to get a title fight, but I think Leon wins. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Bilal is going to get it first. I think Leon beats Bilal and then fights Shavkat and wins. But I think after that, his time will be up. One of these think, guys is going to get him. I think after our boy that. Jeff Neal is finally going to fucking give Ian Bitch Gary a fucking knockout loss, dude. Find a fucking Lee. I don't think so. Gary's been getting, dude, Gary got rocked in his couple fights before the last one against Neil Magny. He got rocked in both of those fights leading up to it where he was almost knocked out. I don't love Ian Gary fought. by any means, but I don't. I don't see Jeff. Hands of, hand, dude, hands of Neil or hands of steel. Neil gave fucking Shavkat a true test, which no one else has been able to do yet. Ian Gary, he's talented. Yes, he has been almost knocked out the last two times, other than the Neil Magny fight. Je, uh, Jeff Neil has the fucking hands to knock him out. I, I'm all over Jeff Neil in this one, and I fucking love Jeff Neil. So. Mm, yeah, I don't know, Max. I can't it's, wait to see it too. I, I don't I think I'm. I don't think I'm taking Gary. Jeff Neal over you and Gary. That's all right. I, hey, it's all right. Let me give me all the give me all the stock. Give me all the stock. I'll take it all. Yeah, that's I'm, fine. Uh, I fucking despise Ian Gary, especially put a bill on it. Then a hundred bucks. Fuck that, dude. You <laughs> yeah, think I got that on, kind of dude. fucking money? Dude? You're fucking high. <laughs> You're fucking high, dude. Um, what's all right? Who has middleweight? Uh, I do. Okay. Jesus, three in a row. <laughs> and I just want—I just wanted to mention one more thing too. I wanted to harp one more thing on the lightweight welterweight debate we were having because oh, I had God. it. Well, I had it written down in my notes too, so I had to bring yeah. it up. Dude, okay. yeah, your yeah. notes. Because <laughs> actually, this goes in with it. Like I was saying, young killers. You look one through fifty in the lightweight. Not a lot. Look say in the again? welterweight. Wait, say that again. Like I was saying, young killers in the lightweight. One through like fifty ranked. Not a whole lot. <laughs> Which didn't even want to argue about anyways, but that's fine. If you look. 
in the welterweight, the reason I say the title could change hands, you also have Mike Morales, Brian Battle, and Mike Malott also fighting to get into the rankings this year. I mean, talking about 1 through 20 being legitimately good fighters. Yeah, because they're point. beating Shavkat once he gets the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. You... <laughs> so, who are you, so who are you taking? Mike Morales versus Shavkat or fucking Patty the Batty? Uh, Mike Morales... Mike Morales in his division is ranked new, behind new Patty hair Patty, the... dude. New hair Patty's Patty. I don't know. Dick. <laughs> Patty is He's one of the He's got new hair though. He's got new hair, Mike. Shavkat doesn't even have the belt yet. All right, yeah, let me fucking put an end to this shit. Holy hell! All right, give me middleweight. Uh, middleweight. Nah, this this one's stale. <laughs> I'm and surprised, Mike. <laughs> sucks absolute dick. Um, yeah, not a great division by any means. Sean Strickland has really been the guy to hold this division together the past year, in my opinion. The antics, how he fought that fight, and to get the belt, uh, he punched Dreykus at a fight outside. Well, I guess it was right outside the ring. Um, and you look down the rankings, and just everyone else is just not fighting at their best and really not all that exciting. Cannoneer has laid some stinkers recently. Paula Costa can't make a fight. The lead say... He's up and down. He can he can be decent. He can be all right. Jack Hermanson's probably on the way out. Nazardine had one of the worst performances of all time I saw against Sean Strickland. That might have been two years ago now. Absolutely horrendous. Um, few of the bright spots I'll say for this division are obviously we've talked about it a lot. Brendan Allen coming up. He could take the reins as the true middleweight champ and really put on dominant like completely dominant performances. Other than that, boys, I just Stop there's not I'm not. Yeah, I also mentioned that, but I just don't even know if he's going to fight in middleweight or not. I have yeah. no fucking clue what's going on. If he does, obviously another huge, huge part of this division that could make it exciting over the next couple of years. But I don't. I, I how do we know? For, how do we know for a fact he's going to fight at middleweight? Like, how well, does I, anyone know but him and the uh, Chechnyan dictator who oh, yeah. <laughs> has like murdered people? Like that's let's not, that's about let's it. Say that on the podcast so he doesn't come after us. <laughs> yeah, because. Uh, Copulov listens. I said dude. We have we have uh we have <laughs> Russian listeners. We have Fuck, three Russian listeners. Uh Kopilov, I thought. They have a no, uh, Gadirov, I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 They have a card together. <laughs> yeah, we have three uh we also have three Russian listeners, so let's let's be careful here. They have three um, Ruskies? We're allowed over there? Yeah, we got the Ruskies. We got we got some hey, uh Polacks. Shout out Belgium. Belgium's been the day be one. Fucking, those Ruski listeners are going to be gone. They might be executed um, by tomorrow. Holy yeah, but, hell. Uh, right, I would, roll I would say this is one of the worst divisions in the UFC. My personal um, opinion. I just think it's, still it's very, 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 very heavily anchored by the most entertaining guy in the UFC right now. If Strickland decided to not fight at middleweight, this division... Might be women's bantamweight where they're talking about abolishing it. It is so fucking boring. Everyone in it is so boring. I mean, Dreykus, they, that could be a one-off, dude. I mean, I know he knocked out Bobby Knuckles, but that could completely be a one-off because we've seen him lay stinkers before. And other than that, besides Brendan Allen, I just don't really have a lot of hope and excitement for a lot of the other guys. I was really big on Whitaker, but it's obvious that he's starting to age out of being in his prime. And other than that, I mean, unless there's someone hiding that you guys know, I, I don't know. I just don't. They're probably gonna. I I bet you in the next year, Bell. Well, Bellator fell, but it's gonna like fully fall, right? And then, I bet you one probably gets close in the next couple of years. And my guess is UFC just sort of takes up all of the uh, new up and coming guys from that and kind of rebuilds the division. I don't think they'd get rid of it. No, I obviously they never would. But I'm just saying, like, if you took out Strickland, 
I mean, would this division not be as down bad as women's span and weight? It would be pretty fucking close. It wouldn't be, be as close. good as it wouldn't be as good as women's flyweight or strawweight, and it wouldn't be as good as any of the men's divisions. I could tell you that. That's true. Yep. I mean, no, I, you're right. It's I only mean, anchored by Strickland, is all I'm gonna say. And as soon as he's done, I mean, what are we gonna go back to? Like, what? Are, like, uh, I don't know. Not a good division by any means. All right, uh, Jeff, you have the last two, so why don't you round us out? Well, here we go into some clusterfucks of fucking belt turning and fucking. It's all the product of John Jones, back. So yeah. ever since John Jones left his fucking light heavyweight division, it's been absolutely fucked. I mean, we've gotten what, like five champions, four champions since then. Yeah, something like that. It, two, two Blahovic, had to vacate the belt for fucking. It should have been just Jan Blahovich this whole time if fucking God was real, but. But <laughs> <laughs> as I was trying to offend yeah, everybody fucking, on this episode, good dude, game. this this division. It it's just I feel like we kind of got in a good spot now that we got Alex Pereira fucking up here with the belt and all. But as soon as I think I have hope for a division, Uncle is gonna get the next title shot. And I know you boys know how I feel about Uncle <laughs> Oh yeah. If there's anyone I don't want a title shot, it's him and Bilal <laughs> Muhammad. I mean, this is fucking awful. Uh, and it's looking like Pereira. I don't know what the fuck Pereira's doing. Half the time I'm trying fucking translate Brazil to figure out if he's on fucking 300 or not. I don't <laughs> think he's fighting 300 now. Is he going up and wait and trying to become triple champ? Lord fucking knows. Is he going to go back down and finally avenge the Izzy fucking fight? Probably not. He's probably never going back down. So I I don't know what the fuck Pereira's doing. If he fights on Clive next this year, I hope he fucking starches him. That's all I'm praying for for this division pretty much. That and fucking Jan Blahovich speedy recovery end the year on fucking top so I don't look like a fucking stooge. <laughs> all right. Give, give us heavyweight. Uh, even more depressing. Oh, great. Fucking John Jones, you fucking god. Okay, okay. Like, <laughs> this is what pisses me off, because he's the undeniable MMA goat and all. But he acts like the fight that we want is a Stipe fight. Only he wants it. Yeah. Because he knows it's the most money for the easiest fight. But god damn, dude. If we don't fucking unify this goddamn belt, dude, it will be the stupidest shit ever. We had Tom Aspinall fight for an interim belt for fucking nothing then. And fucking, just because John Jones wants to run from him, it, he honestly, this is the only thing tarnishing his goat le- goat legacy. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say that, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's some other stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. But There's a couple other like, things. Seriously, so much out of the fucking ring shit. It's like, what are you doing, John? Like, can you not... I mean, I guess he... After watching Chandler Jones fucking... What you call it? <laughs> Instagram Rapid stories video. as of oh late. Oh, my God. Those I, I'm not surprised John Jones doesn't have his head on straight, but come the fuck on. Yeah. This is getting fucking... Is getting fucking tired. We actually got some young blood who's ready to fucking like. You're looking for a legacy fight, John. You had a whole fucking year. You could have fought Francis and Ganu. 
and you took your time getting up and wait. Come on. Yeah. I mean, this, this is fucking bonkers. I'm really getting pissed off with John Jones now. We need a fucking title title unifier within the first quarter of this year or fucking I, I don't know what I believe in anymore. Dude, yeah. and if they make fucking Aspinall defend an interim title, that is the most that's the most bullshit shit I've shit. ever heard in my life. Well, as soon as that John Jones Stipe fight happens, if John Jones still has the belt, then the interim's gone. Right. There is no more interim title. Right. So I, I but I just thinking like if if Aspinall fights before and they make him come out yeah, and give say he loses <laughs> and they make him give someone else the interim title like they fought for it that was that is so fucking stupid it's almost un unfucking real. I will stop watching sports if they say and new for the interim title. I'm going to oh, shit. Oh yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that's crazy. a good point. That's horrible. Oh. All right. Well, it is shaping. I know we didn't make it sound like it, but it is shaping up to be a very interesting year in UFC. I, I have oh, hopes. Yeah. I do have hopes. Like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of title changes this year. I feel like we're finally going to get some shit answered, thankfully and hopefully. And I'm excited to see everything. Uh, I'm excited to get the year started with UFC 297, which we're going to be reviewing or previewing rather later in the week. Uh, obviously, that's a really fun one with uh, Strickland and Duplessis headlining so we'll be back later in the week to preview that card thank you all for listening and peace